Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Let's make another week awesome. And what better way to do that than with a great trip report to start the week? That's what we do. We head to Walt Disney World virtually to kick off each and every week here on the Be Our Guest podcast. Today, we head up to Canada with listener Jen to talk about a fun trip she took with her sister. Just two adults having a good time down at Walt Disney World. However, she wasn't expecting this, but she was pregnant during this trip. So it really changed what she could do during the trip. But you know what? It made the trip different, but in many ways, it made the trip better. We talk about their stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, where growing up, they always stayed at the All-Stars. So this was a very different experience. Dining at places like California Grill, Sanaa, Topolino's Terrace, Hollywood Brown Derby. They went by Enchanted Rose and uh, Trader Sam's. Just fun times in the theme parks, fun times hanging out around the resort. We talk Disney transportation. It is a great virtual trip to Walt Disney World in your ears right now, so stand by for that. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Swing by themagicforless.com today. Check out all the great specials and know that our services are absolutely free to you. And we're always going to get you the best price on that next Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. So just swing by themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that supports everything we do. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and I appreciate that so much because I love doing these shows. I hope you always know that. And our patrons get a bonus show. I can't stop podcasting. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get on on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2238 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you and happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. We're almost to the big day. Guys, if you haven't done your shopping, and I bet you a bunch of you still haven't, <laughs> time is ticking. Uh, right now, you can't do anything uh, online. This is when it is crunch time. Walgreens and CVS are looking good, but that's going to probably get you in trouble. So uh, good luck, bro. But uh, no, happy Valentine's Day. We love our listeners. Every year we say that. We truly do love the support you give our show and you have for almost 15 years. We'll celebrate our 15th anniversary here in a few weeks. And uh, just hope you have a great one, whether you're celebrating with a loved one or even by yourself. Just, uh, you know, go out and get yourself an, an order of spaghetti at the pasta house tomorrow. Whatever it takes. Have fun. We love you. But today we're going to talk about something we all love. We're going to talk about Walt Disney World and the fun times we have down at the theme parks with a great trip report. And today we're headed north of the border up to Canada, up near Buffalo with Lister Jen. Jen, happy Valentine's Day, a day early. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm great, Mike. How are you? Glad to have you on the show. I'm doing great. And uh, so any big plans uh, for, for Valentine's this year? You guys uh, do anything big? Um, no, my husband is really into pickleball, so Tuesdays are pickleball nights, so um, it will be my daughter and I hanging out and our new baby. 
Sounds so, you know what? It's all for love, and I want him to go enjoy his pickleball. Sounds about like the excitement around the Rallman household. That's about how, <laughs> how things will probably go here, too. You know, probably be cheerleading or, you know, the basketball game where we watch Mallory cheer. She'll be going to all-star cheer practice, which we got roped back into somehow about a month ago. Yeah, I mean... And let me tell you a fun story about pickleball, because that's never been brought up on the show. Amazingly enough, as popular as this sport has become over the last few years, I played pickleball about 20 years ago in a gym with my buddy Bryce, who was a, this is back when I taught sixth grade. He was a PE teacher in the school district, my good buddy. And he came, he had, obviously he taught in this other elementary school. He was the gym teacher. So he had keys to the school and the gymnasium. And so we were always hanging out and one night he's like, we got to play this sport. So we got a couple other buddies. We met in his gym late at night and we played this game called pickleball. And it was about 20 years ago. I had never heard of it. And we played it, you know, probably hard for like a month over the winter. And then we never played it again. And now it's made this crazy comeback. And it, it's so wild because I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it's just popular up in Canada, but I mean, it is, they're converting any kind of tennis court, any kind of flat piece of uh, asphalt into a pickleball court around here right now. Right. Or those poor badminton courts, like they're <laughs> like, watch out. But yeah, it is. It's really big up here. And the obsession is real. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 big. Yeah. St. Louis actually just got a professional pickleball team. I saw about three weeks ago. I didn't even, actually we got one at the same time. Orlando got their team. Two teams got added to the league. It was Orlando and St. Louis and they wow. had the better logo. So <laughs> very cool. <laughs> so you were an original you know, up, uptaker of the sport. Yeah, I know. And I, I I should probably take it back up rather than running. My body would appreciate that a lot more than the running. Uh, you know, I think that's past me. by. But anyway, let's talk about your trip. Instead of pickleball, I could talk sports all day. But uh, well, first of all, before we do that, let's talk about your fandom for Disney. Uh, where did it all start? And, uh, you know, tell us about your background with, with just the Disney fandom. Mm -hmm. So my grandparents always went down to you know canadian snowbirds went down to st pete's for the winter uh, so we always went down starting from when we were babies and uh, i mean other than you know we watched disney movies and such that would always come out the same time as in the states and we started going over for day trips to the magic kingdom from when i was really little and my sister and i um, so my sister were three years apart in age um, and that's who I did this trip with. Uh, we would go drive over to the Magic Kingdom, spend the day. And then in the 90s, once they introduced the value resorts, we went over and stayed overnight, which opened up a whole new world. Right. And then in 97, so it was the 25th anniversary, uh, we were surprised with a, my mom and stepdad surprised us with the trip down, like flying from Toronto to MCO instead of flying to Tampa and then you know you drive over for the day so we did the full-blown magical express arrival at the airport uh, five nights at all-star sports and I just we thought it was the most amazing thing ever um, and so and I thought that the the cake castle was really cool I only learned now that people hated on it um, but it was as a kid it was like this giant blow up castle here's the thing with cake castle this is my theory on it i think people liked it initially and then everybody hated it but now we're going back up the hill everybody loves it for nostalgia reasons right because i was there also now i, I was only there as a day guest at the magic kingdom one day 
when the castle was, you know, Pepto-Bismol pimped out there as, as you know, bright pink. But it, it was unique. I mean, it was, it, when you look back on it, I mean, it was almost an engineering feat because yeah. this thing, I mean, the castle is enormous and it did look like a cake that is, I mean, the largest cake you could see. I, if So let me ask you this. If they wanted to do this again for, say, six months, would you would you say go for it? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, you're I not think, a bride. I mean, Can you imagine the brides? That's what they always say. The brides, oh my gosh, that are having the weddings. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not. what I. That's what I think of when I think of people who com who complained about it. It's not the real castle. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they could make it look cool. Um, I, you know, I always think the castle looks pretty neat. But uh, I, I, sure, yes. I, I would do it again. I say so, let's do it. Let's, let's start a, let's start a petition. Okay. One other thing though, I, cause I'm very curious. I love hearing these background kind of how you got started, what got you hooked. And you mentioned that it was kind of that trip where you got to stay on site. Mm -hmm. You got to have that whole kind of in the bubble experience. You landed MCO. And as soon as those wheels hit the ground, actually it starts kind of at your home airport. The trip starts, you know, back then you didn't even deal with your luggage, you know, magical express would take care of that for you. Right. Get on the bus, you go right to, all-stars you'd use Disney transportation throughout the trip is that kind of what got everything rolling for you that made Walt Disney World such a unique des destination for you that it was just uh something you wanted to go back to again and again and kind of explore the larger you know scope of the place yes it was always for us the bubble and going into that trip 97 I know remember I was given for Valentine's Day for my stepdad Walt Disney World with your kids guide and I read it from front, to, like front to back, um, and got totally engrossed. And then we, um, with from that trip for my sister and I, it's always been a, you know, you're in or you're out. And so even for this trip, we just use transportation, uh, like Disney transportation, um, and like I don't want to see a car. Oh, sorry, I don't want to drive a car when I'm there. Uh, like just bring us there end to end and uh and that's it and even we did i lived over in paris for a bit and my sister came to visit me and we went to euro disney for the day and it was rainy i think it was march it just wasn't <laughs> the florida experience that we were used to because you, you say you're with your family you're used to you always travel in the summer and that's disney for you mm -hmm. but we always did you know january february or march as our trips and it was so cold here and then you you get off the plane and you can smell Florida. Right. It just smells so good. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, it's what is familiar and comfortable to you and what you, ex it's like those expectations that you don't even know you have. And when you mm -hmm. get there, you just feel it like it feels right. So, let me ask you one other thing about those, those early trips, like in the late nineties that you mentioned, or even, you know, just days before is, is there one thing you really miss about those trips that, 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 you know, an attraction, a show, an experience that you just wish would come back that would make things better right now? Um, I would say, I mean, Spectro Magic was so cool. Yes, it um, was. <laughs> that, that late night. And I don't even really remember it that well as much as I do the hype around it and the advertisements. Or I don't know if there were advertisements on it, but um, it was just such a beautiful parade and it was so cool you were at night and I was kind of at that age I think I was 10 or so that you were staying up later and could enjoy those more adult activities 
later at night. Yeah, I agree with you because, you know, we would, a lot of times we'd make a point to, to stay late. They always had the extra magic hours. And even before that, we'd spend money for what were called e-ticket nights. They were the best. They used to be the best bargain ever. I think they're like seven bucks. You could buy like a little ticket wow. <laughs> and you could stay for like two extra hours and they'd have a ton of rides open for like seven bucks. It's crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. no way that would happen. <laughs> It'd be a hundred dollars right now. But one of the things you mentioned Spectrum Magic. And when I think back on those days when I would, you know, we would we'd hang out in the Magic Kingdom late at night. A lot of times we'd stay to watch the parade, but sometimes we wouldn't watch the parade. But the thing was, is you were traversing around the Magic Kingdom at 10 o'clock, 10 30, 11 o'clock. You would still see the floats like snaking their way, you know, through Liberty Square and, mm -hmm. you know, making that turn around the hub and up Main Street or through Frontierland. And even if you weren't actively watching the parade, it made the Magic Kingdom alive at night because you saw the glowing lights. It was almost like a big glowing snake just moving its way late at night through the Magic Kingdom with awesome music that was off in a distance. It just, it gave a heartbeat to the park at night, which I wish we still had. I lament that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a special one. All right, so let's talk about the trip you went on. We're going to talk about tonight. So how did this trip come together and uh, who went with you? This was, um, so this was not a, COVID delayed trip. I mean, <laughs> Yay, finally, delayed. yes. <laughs> but this was, um, it just, we'd been wanting to go for so long. And the last was 29, January, 2019. Actually, it was four years ago. Today we went, um, but my sister and I, uh, so again, we're both, we both live in Toronto and she's who I grew up going to Disney with. And this was, I think we both really got into Disney podcasts over the past couple of years and um, learned that, there's other people out there like us <laughs> who just want to talk about it. <laughs> and um, so with Canada, we were restricted for travel for so long and you definitely could travel, but it was, you know, you're going to be housebound for two weeks afterwards. And with, you know, when you have kids, you just can't do that. So it, um, it was only the past year or so that it became a lot easier to travel. So as soon as we knew, we were okay. We booked for October and um, it was pretty far out. We booked six months out, uh, which normally we do more last minute trips, um, but we booked this. So we knew we had a lot of time to plan and I booked it um, not knowing I was going to be seven months pregnant. Um, and then <laughs> we had uh, sort of this like miracle baby come along, which was amazing. But it meant that I was going to be seven months pregnant. We'd have to really alter my plans, our plans. And um, with my sister and I, I often have this vision from when we were on those trips in the 90s of we'd just be running places. Like, oh, my God, got to run to get on this or run to catch the bus. And I said to Melissa, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be able to run very much, um, which was fine. I once started running towards the Epcot bus and the driver was like, no, no, just walk. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait. We'll, hold we'll wait yeah. for you, exactly. which was lovely. So, um, but we had, yeah, six months of planning, which was great because we often just did sort of eating wherever, uh, quick service, but we really wanted to plan out um, doing sort of the bigger restaurants that we'd never tried. And also with this being maybe one of our, not our last sister trip, but we're definitely going to go back with our kids at some point, which we haven't, we, we haven't been with them yet, um, doing places and things that we thought would be more adult oriented rather than, uh, than with kids. 
Yeah, this definitely wasn't like a Chef Mickey's, uh, you know, kind of kind of trip. It looked like he did, you know, the adult restaurants, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a second. I'm excited for that. A couple things. First of all, you had this, you know, unexpected joy coming. You're, you know, you're going to have a baby, but also you probably didn't know that you were you were kind of butted up against also a, a hurricane that was possibly on the way at the same time, yeah. right? That was also the case. And so uh, my sister had a big family trip in in August to Banff that had to get canceled because someone got COVID or I don't know what happened. It was canceled. And uh, so she said, but this trip has to happen. And I was like, okay, no one has COVID yet. And then uh, the hurricane, which I mean, it, it was, it was awful. And it, we were sort of the last people we were thinking we were concerned about. Um, but it just so happened. The flights started on the Saturday again, I think it was. And then we were on the Sunday and, um, we went down and it it was like no, nothing had happened. At least there was people were talking about it, but I think everyone had had these trips planned for so long. And um, and so we just, they said, we're, we're going to keep moving on. Um, and so it was, and the weather was um, like, I guess after it releases, yes, I'm not, it takes all the energy out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, all the energy's out, right. And so it was like, the weather was amazing. Yeah, if you can ever follow, like, get right behind the hurricane to, to Walt Disney World, it's awesome because mm -hmm. it sucks all the humidity right out of the central Florida for a few days. And it's usually blue skies. It's like Disneyland for a couple, you know, it's like it, California. That's exactly <laughs> what it was because I was prepared for, I even think I bought, like, little knickknacks and stuff to counteract humidity and um and it was that was not the case yeah i mean it, you know you should get that because you're probably sweating you know bullets for two weeks before that watching you know if you're like me like watching the weather channel you can't do anything about it but you can't also keep your eyes off it it's like a train wreck it's mm -hmm. horrible so and now okay so you guys went down and and you had to kind of modify because of you know you were you're pregnant and you were you know gonna slow down let me ask you this right off the top before we dive into talking about where you stay, the restaurants, the times and the theme parks. You mentioned you did have to slow down and not run like you normally did in previous mm -hmm. trips. What was your sister's feedback after the trip? Kind of jump to that because I, I have a theory because we did one of these trips. Our first anniversary, we went back to Walt Disney World, my wife and I, when she was six months pregnant with with Mallory. And of course, I, I'm a hardcore guy. Like I like to do it all when I, especially back then, I was really, really like, oh my gosh, got to do everything. I'm not so much anymore, but we couldn't do as much because she was six months pregnant. We really had to slow down because we were there in the summer. We were there in June and it was really hot. And she was just, you know, just, she, she didn't have the energy to get around a ton, you know, like we usually do. But I'll tell you what, we slowed down we watched shows. We sat on benches, we ate ice creams and we just hung out at the pool it's still to this day, probably one of the best trips we ever saw. And I did the least amount and I, it shocked me. I mean, I, I don't know. It's probably not the same for everybody, but like looking at it from when you guys got back, what did your sister say about this different kind of an experience? I think she was happy with it. Um, we always have, we, we always say, oh, well, we're going to rope drop. And then um, for this, we kind of, and I say slept in, in quotations, you know, sleep until 7 30 or so which which is pretty crazy um but i think she was happy with it and it, there was a lot of slow down enjoy the details um she really loves the uh, decor of the hollywood hollywood studios like that art deco mm -hmm. so hold on so we do, took a lot of um where did you go oh i'm back um so we took a lot of pictures and 
um, just really it took a slower pace. We had a pool day, which turned actually only into a pool hour because then we got kind of bored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we did the pool. Let's go. Let's keep going. Um, but she was happy with it for sure. That's awesome. Okay, so you guys stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So, I mean, all stars, Animal Kingdom Lodge. No. So, so walk us through. I mean, because this is a whole, you know, when you say to Deluxe at Walt Disney World, it's not just a place to sleep and a place to shower, it's a whole experience. And you really do need to spend some time there. So, give us the, the thoughts on the overall feel of it, the room, you know, transportation, everything. It is. I loved it. Um, I thought the, yeah, going from uh, uh, value to deluxe, like bypassing the moderate was, I mean, it was just so lovely. And mind you, I haven't been back to All Stars in a long time. And that was, has a really special place in my heart. I almost got a magic band that was All Stars because I feel like that's my home resort no, in a way. Pop Century, I'm the same <laughs> way. Like, I mean, I've stayed at, you know, like Yacht Club and then I, I still miss Pop Century. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, it's same thing though. I have nostalgia, like for the potato heads, you know, because like that's where I belong, I feel. And yeah, I talked about that last Monday, actually, on the show. <laughs> totally. Mm -hmm. I get yeah. it. So it, uh, but it, Animal Kingdom Lodge was just beautiful. Like the sights and the sounds and yeah, those fireplaces in the, middle where you can just grab a cup of tea or a cold drink or whatever it is and sit down and the I think what we loved about it is also what I could see not liking about it if you had kids so that was another reason that we wanted to stay there is because of its area uh, or because of where it is um, it's it's actually a very quiet resort mm -hmm. like there's not we visited beach club uh, on our last day and there's just so many people there they've got someone watching the pool entrance to make sure that you that you're a guest of the pool so you're not trying to get in um so it was farther removed that it had a nice atmosphere to it um and it worked out for us because we don't mind waiting for transportation and coming back there from our days at the park uh, but i could see with with kids picking something a bit closer or easier for napping or something whatever you need but i I loved it. And we had a pool view, which um, I loved hearing the people in the pool and we'd come home at night and there'd still be kids splashing around and it just was really, really special. Yeah, I agree. We've stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge a few times and, and the thing is, it does feel a lot different than a, than an all-star or pop century or even a Coronado, you know, those, they have, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of people just shuffling around here and there animal kingdom lodge. I mean, it's just, it's very chill and it's very remote. Mm -hmm. Now you guys said you used Disney transportation exclusively. Once you got to the resort, I think you guys took Uber or Lyft or something over yeah. from, from the airport. So, that is kind of one of the knocks against it because there's it's a deluxe that doesn't have like one of those specialized either like a boat or a monorail you know some kind of fancy or you could walk to a theme park was that frustrating or was it because you guys were kind of taking it easy anyway not a big deal so we i actually found that there was always a bus that we needed going to the parks um so i was never frustrated i also think because we we're on a slower time pace and we were just so happy to not have the kids with us mm -hmm. that sort of we could be doing anything and it would be a vacation. So even if we were just sitting waiting for the bus, um, but I really found it wasn't as 
I don't want to say bad as I've heard, but that that concern, I wouldn't have that anymore staying there. Uh, like there, there was always the bus that we needed. It was more going back to, um, back to the right Kingdom Lodge, which could be any hotel you could exactly. be in for, that, for a long time. That's always me at the end of the day. I'm just like, just get me back. Yeah. I'm just yeah. so tired. <laughs> I don't want to wait 10 minutes. I'm cranky. Just get me back. And it feels like my bus stall is always the last one, even if it's the first. I just, that's my yeah. mind. But no, it's a good point though, that if you're trying to be like a rope dropper, you know, like you're just, you're one of those, I'm trying to get everything done in three days. Yeah you know, then it can be frustrating because you just have super high expectations and super, you know, tight schedule. I, I get it, mm -hmm. but perfect for what you guys were looking for. Sounds exactly. like awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about times in the theme park. So, you know, we don't have to go park by park or day by day, but just, just give us some, some highlights, you know, where, what special things happened as far as how did you experience theme parks differently? Cause you couldn't do a lot of the big attractions and maybe your sister could and, how did you guys split up and, and how did that all work out? Yeah, so we had a plan. It was either we, we were doing Lightning Lane or she was doing a Lightning Lane um, Genie Plus or a short queue. So we weren't going to do anything that took a, a long time standby. And I ended up doing a lot of the more exciting queues. So I did, which for me... <laughs> Since I haven't been on the rides yet, I might as well have done the ride. So I did Rise of the Resistance, and she had a lightning lane. And most of the time, if I spoke with the lightning lane person, cast member standing there, they would let me go in and say, oh, just talk to the person at the end and exit before the ride starts. So that ended up being fine. And Rise of the Resistance queue, I would call it an attraction it's in itself. Cool. Yes. It was so cool. Yeah, um, and... So, and then I would wait by the exit and I loved that because I was just, number one, I got to sit um, and rest for a bit. And then I could see everyone coming off the rides, um, talking about their experience. I think the coolest one was Guardians of the Galaxy. That was the most enthusiastic people coming off of it. Um, that, uh, and I also, I'm, I feel like I'm getting more motion sickness as I get older. So I'm really nervous to test it. Um, Welcome to the to the party yeah. here because that that's totally me party of one right here. I I used to be yeah. able to take it. I did it once at the media thing, and I'm like, you know what? I'm good. It was fun. I mean, it was a it was a hoot and a half. I loved it, but I just know I just can't. I can't go like ten times in a row anymore. I just can't. Yeah. yeah. So and my sister will do like we'll do it ten times in a row. <laughs> on different pages. So I was almost happy that I was forced to not do it um but yeah waiting by the exits was uh a, a very underrated experience if anyone's interested <laughs> you should have hooked up with Lynn Testa because you were getting the ultimate feedback right there you were in the the pipeline you were hearing the immediate oh. like you hooked on adrenaline oh, raw so raw facts of every attraction like oh my god I can't believe it that was the best thing ever oh I can't I'm gonna be sick <laughs> <laughs> I heard it all that's great <laughs> That was a surprising um, twist that uh, of of having to wait. Now, some like Splash Mountain, Splash Mountain's my favorite ride, so I was sad to miss out on that. Uh, but I I really have ridden it so many times that I feel I feel content, and I'm really excited for the new version, especially because my daughter loves Princess and the Frog. Um, so that that was an interesting part. Um, again, we we just walked around a lot, took in a lot of the sights and sounds and details. Uh, we obviously did a lot of dining. Um, 
uh, some snacks, not not a ton, but you know, our Dole Whip. And um, I wanted the popcorn so badly because it smells so good. But in midday, I don't know how people are eating hot popcorn. Um, so I waited until we went back to the Magic Kingdom at night and my sister was on Big Thunder and I finally got my popcorn and uh, enjoyed it with no sun. <laughs> well, I will say I've seen Scotty G eat a full Thanksgiving Day meal and I've done it with him in July. So, I mean, I can't. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's popcorn's nothing then. Popcorn's not a problem in the heat of a, <laughs> heat of a nice summer day. It's, uh, it, it can happen. I mean, you did the ball game. Yeah, I, I prefer a hot dog, but uh, that's just me. No, that, that g- good point though. You know, you just snack, you kind of sit around, you enjoy the ambiance. I'm sure you took a lot of pictures. Now, let me ask you this: I'm just curious. Did you call home and FaceTime and kind of share the experience, or were you disconnected as you and your sister? Uh, we were pretty disconnected. I think my sister FaceTimed her daughters. Um, I did not. My daughter's three. Well, she's three and a half now. Um, so she might not really get it, but no, I just went, I went cold Turkey and nice. I actually thought, I, I wondered, oh, are we going to miss the girls? Uh, because it's, this is our first trip where we really have kids and, um, we obviously we did, but I think we really took advantage of just the two of us. And we also talked a lot of logistics about bringing them back. Yes. Like my, yes. it, my view towards having kids there changed so much. Um, so you know, oh, that's a great stroller to rent. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not a great stroller. Oh my gosh, that kid's having a tantrum. I'm pretty happy. My glad that isn't my kid. And I could just walk away from this right now and just hands closed. Yeah, yeah totally. So I, I love being around families and kids, but that was uh, that was nice. But I am trying to convince my husband to go with our kids, and um, my daughter is not doing justice. Uh, she ran away at the science center the other week, and I'm like, you're not, you're this this is not in our favor right now <laughs> she'll come around she'll come around it's fine it, it's it's all good and i'm telling you the stroller is the mclaren umbrella stroller we had that for years it was super expensive i almost had a heart attack when we bought it when mallory was a baby i said we are spending how much on a stroller we use that sucker for so many disney trips and so many yeah. other things it was and it rolled like it was on butter great and it was <laughs> folded up like in you just i mean one hand and it was just so light because the thing is, and you probably saw this too, you're on the buses, you see all the like rookie dads oh and moms that have, you know, they have the, because we actually, yeah. we, we registered, we got married for a, uh, we're, we're getting ready to have Mallory for a Jeep branded stroller. Cause I drive a Jeep Wrangler and I was like, oh, I got to have the Jeep stroller with like the big knobby tires. So we got one from our registry. This thing is huge. And I've seen people take those to Walt Disney World. And then, you know, the bus pulls up and you're trying to crank that thing down. And it still only folds down to the size of like a Volkswagen Beetle. And then you're trying to wrestle that thing on a full bus. No, you want yeah, this umbrella the driver's stroller. driver's saying, move yeah. back. And you're like, yeah, I really exactly. can't move back at all. Yeah, that's what these trips are for. You, <laughs> you learn what everybody else is doing wrong. Like, okay, I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. I know that much. Oh, oh, man, this is so, this is bringing back so many memories. Okay, so let's talk dining, though. You guys went to some super nice places for, for your meals. So what were some of your favorites? Uh, loved Brown Derby. Um, my sister is really into trying that. Uh, I think she wanted the three-flight martini, but she didn't end up getting it in the end. Um, but we just heard a lot of good things about that um, and and really cool to be inside there. And I feel like on the 95 promo, 1995 promo video, they had that in their um, they had that in their thing and it was the, the patio with dine with the, like in the 1920s or whatever it was. 
And uh, so I, I sort of had nostalgia for trying that uh, now that I'm an adult. That's um, a deep take there. I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. And, um, so that was cool. Uh, California Grill, always really, I really wanted to try that. Did not know it was the fixed menu. Um, so that was a bit of an issue. But we ended up sitting at the bar, which you can you mm-hmm. can opt out of the fixed menu, which was which was great. And then Topolino's, we also did the, um, got an earlier reservation for the Leongeria and ended up watching, being there until nine o'clock and saw the, I think it was Epcot fireworks or is the show with the fireworks. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, yeah. so loved. Is it that cool looking though from Topolino's there? Like when you look down into Epcot for the, cause I was there too with Scott. He, we went there for one of the races. I, he just, he's like, we're going here. I made an ADR. It was with him and his wife and a couple of friends. Cause again, fancy restaurant. I'm not real fancy, but I was like, okay, I'm by myself. Let's go. I'll try it. And it was really, really good. It was a great meal, but it was during the fireworks too. And it was such a unique view. I like, I, I compared it to like, this is what it looks like if you're God looking down at the fireworks, cause you're so <laughs> high up and you're looking right down into world showcase lagoon. It's a really neat perspective, uh, harmonious at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, it really, I mean, it was, it was beautiful. It was really neat to see it from that, that perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that was awesome. And then um, our typical trader Sam's we did and uh, Enchanted Rose we did drinks at um, we actually put our name down at Trader Sam's and then thought oh it's going to be two and a half hours so let's walk over to Enchanted Rose uh, get a drink there and then walk back turns out was not two and a half hours so we were trying to run back from um, from Grand Floridian to Polynesian turns out it's not as close as one would think uh, nor is the path as uh, paved yeah. <laughs> as as I would have thought. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the dining was great. It was awesome to be able to put to use all this podcast research that we've done in the past three years and uh, all those sort of days while we were working and texting each other being like, would you rather do this kind of trip or that kind of trip to be able to plan That's an actual yeah. vacation? why we play these games you know this or that you know just that way when if it ever comes up brown derby california grill where are we going you know both okay good let's do it tuesday (laughs) wednesday um yeah so you guys really did it right now looking back on this trip is there anything you would have done differently or anything you felt like oh we shouldn't you know maybe we you know we did this and i wouldn't do this again or there's something that we just missed out on we should have you know maybe added this on or did this differently What, what do you think about that you know, I don't think there's anything I would have changed a ton. Um, I might have forced myself to go into the pool um, when we had our pool day because I just sat by the side. But I think I'm doing better than my sister because she didn't even bring a bathing suit. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, that's happened to me, but it's just because I forgot it, you know, because I'm I, I'm terrible. I always pack the night before. I'm, yeah, I, I always hear from all, <laughs> all my guests at the Magic for less, you know, they're like, okay, I've started packing. And it's like two weeks before their trip. I'm like wait what like how are you packing I, I wear all my stuff like up until the day before that I wash it you know like I, I don't have a ton of stuff I wear the same stuff over and over and they're like uh, yeah I'll start packing two weeks out and so I'll forget things like uh, you know swim trunks and stuff like that yeah. but intentionally wow that's that's shocking because a- Animal Kingdom Lodge has an amazing pool because you guys oh, yeah. you guys were in Jumbo House right yeah yes we were yeah, yeah. so it was um yeah it's really nice it's got that zero I, everyone always talks about the zero entrance or, and I had no idea what it, what that was. And now I see it's, it's basically a ramp. 
Yeah, um, it's, it's a ramper. It's it's like uh, it's like God intended. It's like the beach. <laughs> Every beach is zero injury. <laughs> yeah, That's but fun. no, the pool is awesome, and we did enjoy it. Um, just did not go swimming. <laughs> That's fun. Okay, so as we as we kind of wrap, this is very cool that you got to have this unique sisters trip. Mm-hmm. But your next trip will obviously be probably with your husband and your kids, and you know, her, your fam, your sister. Hope, do you guys hope to go down together, your sister's family too, at the same time, or you think you'll go just your family? Like, what's your hopes for that? I, I, I'm hoping we can do sort of all sorts of combinations. Like, go down my with just my immediate family, uh, my husband and, um, and our daughter and one month old, and then I'd love to do a trip with my sister and I, maybe just. Two of the girls, um, you know, I, one with my daughter and I. Like, I, I just want to do it all night. No, <laughs> but we actually have no plans for trips coming up. So <laughs> I, these are all pipe dreams. Um, but I'll just keep writing them down. Hey, that's that's why I started the podcast. It's a lot. E- it's a lot cheaper to talk about dizzy trips than to go on them. Uh, I can tell you that, especially back when I was a teacher, <laughs> it was way way more just you know uh, logical to do this than to actually go from Missouri to Florida and, and go to stay in the hotels and stuff. So sounds like you had a great trip. And, and is there, is there any like one last memory or, you know, thing you would like to share with the audience, like a tip or something like that as we close out the show? Because I mean, it, it's special. You guys went down as, you know, kids and kind of grew up there. Then you got to go back as an adults and do all these adult things. I mean, any, any like last memories from the trip? Um, I'd say one of my, the most random things we did is, we ended up getting breakfast every morning from the Mara. My sister would get ready and I'd go down and grab, um, she had tater tots and I, with, I guess, weird cravings had the steel cut oats every morning. I, it's like so random. It's like the weirdest thing on the menu. And so we bring it back to the balcony and we'd sit there for way longer than I think anyone going on a Disney trip would like maybe half an hour. And, uh, and we just talked and enjoyed and, um, Talk, like trying to talk about everything mostly when we're there we it's all oh what are we doing next or this mm-hmm. or that but uh we just got to, to spend time together and that was so special uh, especially when you know we're in the same city but um you know we have busy lives and stuff mm-hmm. and um and so it was yeah i'd say that was the best way to we started the day and then eased our way into the park so i i probably just getting time to connect with the family or friends that you're going down with. It's so funny how that happens at Walt Disney world, because you know, that happens with just like Pam and I like, right. I mean, we live in the same house, you know, we're married, and, but you know, she's busy running Mallory to, you know, all-star cheer or she's picking her up or taking her to school or, you know, I'm down here in the office now doing a podcast or working. And, you know, even though we're in the same house, we're, we're always like, our minds are always, you know, I'm always working on travel and she's working on teaching stuff and writing lesson plans for the next day. But when you get to Walt Disney World and you get to kind of escape the real world for three, four, five days a week, if you're lucky, and mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, like you said, and have some steel cut oats or have some beignets or, you know, have a you know breakfast biscuit or whatever, and just relax and just talk about things. It's it's not always, you know, the ride on Space Mountain or, you know, Cosmic Rewind. It's just those times you get to reconnect. And it sounds like you guys really got to do it because that is the beauty of it is that it's the people you're around. And But I think Walt Disney World gives you that environment to, for that to happen many times. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
All right. Well, yeah. hey, I appreciate you coming on the show. What a great way to start the week. And uh, man, sounds like you had a good one. And you are going to get back and your daughter is going to not run away at the Science Center. You're going to have a great trip and you're going to have that you. McLaren stroller and it's going to be <laughs> awesome. So, Jed, when that happens, let me know and we'll come on the show. We'll talk all about it. I will. Thanks so much, Mike. Have a good day. You too. All right. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. The agents are standing by right now to make that happen. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. That one extra clip click supports everything we do throughout the year. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Just back from Walt Disney World last week. So I got a lot of content over there. And... Heading down again here in about 10 days for the Princess Half Marathon weekend. Yes, I'm very lucky. February is going to be a good month. Hopefully I can get in those 19 or 22 miles. I don't know how far they are. It's a 5K, a 10K and a half this time. So <laughs> start praying for me that we'll make it through. We'll have a good time and we'll be updating the social media. So join us over there. Also, Scott and I'll have the live call-in show this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on Facebook and YouTube. So this is the chance that you can be on the show. We'll talk Disney with you. Join us this Sunday night live on Facebook and YouTube. All right, time to get out of here. Let you get on with your week. Thanks so much for kicking off another week with us here on the show. Couldn't do it without you. Again, we love our listeners and happy Valentine's Day to you and everybody in your family, in your bubble, in your sphere. Hope you have a great one. So for Jen, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.